Welcome, welcome, welcome. Hey guys, I'm so excited that you guys are here today. Are you ready? Are you ready to kick off season two of the Beauty Inspired by Annette podcast? I hope you are ready. I hope you have your pen. I hope you have your paper because we are now in seasons two and I am so excited. I'm so happy. I'm so grateful for you guys still rocking out with me, for you guys still tuning into this podcast, for you guys actually helping me reach the international level we already know that we touch two countries but this season two we are planning to touch more than two countries of course we're touching the united states but we are looking to touch not just united states i did actually touch a little bit part of italy and then a little bit part of um, another country which is um, chile so anyways what we're trying to do with season two we're actually trying to touch more viewers and i'm so happy that you guys have tuned into this podcast so we're rocking it we're rocking it out and i'm excited about the guest today because he is a phenomenal man now you know i call all my my guests phenomenal but i'm so excited about this guy as i'm excited about all my guests on here because when i bring you guys freedom friday segments you know that we are inspiring you to get out and start your business and live your best life possible so these entrepreneurs that i bring on they are giving you the gems they are giving you 100% the truth, the honesty behind what it really takes to run your business and really be the person you need to take charge and live your best life possible, which of course we feel is in entrepreneurship because there's so many avenues, so many doors that are to be open and you are in control of your own destiny. So you know that's what Freedom Fridays is about. So we're getting ready to kick it off really good and nice and tight so let me just give you guys just a little bit uh information about him okay so this phenomenal man he's in the rim ding 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 what rim am i talking about i'm talking about we're in 2021 and he's in the rim of tech so he likes to focus a lot on digital marketing so his name is mr williams okay and i'll let him give you his first name i'm gonna call him mr williams because you know i have my respect for my guest that comes on here he is the owner and founder of i grow salons he has been rocking this thing out since the age um like getting into like entrepreneurship he's been into entrepreneurship since through as long as he can remember as far as the fifth grade so this is definitely a journey that he's been on so i was inspired by that to know that he has been really kind of like always knew about business ownership and that's something that he wanted to do was be an entrepreneur right but with his i grow salon business he actually started that company back in 2017 and he's been rocking it all the way up to this point he is a full-time entrepreneur he is a young man too so that's another thing when i give my guests and they're kind of young and they're doing this thing and rocking it out so he is a young man 32 years young and um yeah i just really want him to come on we're gonna just get a little bit more into his journey because like i said he's been entrepreneur full time but i think that it's amazing that he 
first figured this out and started to think about like business ownership when he was in the fifth grade. So I'm looking forward to it. Um, originally, he's from Louisiana. Right now, I'll let him give just a little bit more taste of his own stuff. So I don't want to really give too much background about him because I want him to kind of tell you guys himself. And of course, we're going to get a little bit more into this podcast so that you can learn a little bit more about him. But again, I'm so excited and I'm so happy because the rim that he's in is in the digital marketing rim. And like I said, I know we see a lot of people right out, especially right now in 2021. Everybody's on various platforms preaching and teaching and doing a lot of different things with digital marketing, right? But I'm going to tell you what really inspired me to want to have this young man on my podcast. And what really intrigued me about him is the fact that I've took a few classes with him. And I can tell you guys that the humbleness behind the information that he gives, his knowledge behind what he has, and the fact that he has done certain things as well, right? So he's not just one of these people who are telling you how to do it. No, he actually did it. So that's another thing that I love. And then when he gives the information out, guys, he gives it freely. You know what I'm saying? Like I can genuinely tell that he's giving you the truth, the honesty, the hardness behind his um, work and what he has created. And then, I, I, I mean, the humbleness that that's for me that that's the biggest thing that I can really appreciate by a lot of my guests on here and then not to even mention that like right now he's already scaled his business to and helped this is another thing and helped he helped other salon owners grow their business to where he has already um within the total force we're talking about dollar he's already helped other businesses scale up to seven seven hundred thousand dollars in their business right so that's why i said i had to have him on the podcast because not only is his business has grown right but he helps other business scale their business so i'm so excited about that guys i'm about to get ready to bring him on right now So you guys just hold tight. I'll let him tell you a little bit more about him and we're going to jump into this podcast. But I want you guys to really, really just focus in on that. This is not just a business owner himself, but what he has done, he has helped other businesses scale. And and I, like I said, I'm so grateful and thankful that he came on today to just give you guys a little bit of knowledge, to just give you that encouragement, to just go ahead and keep in your lane, stay on your journey. And hey, when you look up, you will definitely scale your business to a figure amount of what you want and beyond. So you guys hold tight real quick. I'm going to go ahead and get him on and I'll be right back. One moment. there mr williams can you hear me clearly yes great great i am so excited i'm so happy that you were able to come on the line i've already gave our listeners a little bit information about you so um we're just gonna go ahead and jump straight into it i've already kind of warmed up the stage a little bit just to give them a little bit of background i didn't tell them everything but you know i definitely had to drop the gems on why i had you on this podcast and then also i told them that i was so inspired by how you started your journey 
journey. So with that being said, um, let's just go ahead and just jump into it. So go ahead and give them, I only call, I call you Mr. Williams. I didn't give them your first name or anything, but just give them just a little bit of information about you. And then uh, we'll go from there. Cause I want to really jump into how you started this journey within uh, fifth grade is when you kind of knew that that's when you were going to, you know, be a, be a businessman and be a business owner. So go ahead and, and take it away right there. Okay, I'm Troy with Agro Salons, and I currently help hair brands and hairstylists utilize Facebook ads to generate more clients on autopilot. Um, you know, that's pretty much it. Uh, I'm a content creator as well. I create a lot of, you know, video content as well as podcast content uh, for those uh, for those individuals who, you know, not quite ready to invest, but they're at the point where, you know, they can, you know, consume some type of content and apply it to their business. Yes, yes. And that's the whole reason why I had to have you on this podcast. I did let the listeners know that I have taken a class with you and I got so many great gems just from what you gave. And I love the fact that when you were giving out the information, you gave it freely. You know what I mean? Like I could just genuinely tell that you really are inspired to not only scale your own business, but you also want to have everyone else to win along their lines and their journey as well. So I had to just let them know that, you know, when I bring people on this podcast, I literally handpick the people because what impresses me the most and what inspires me the most, and I'm sure what inspires the listeners the most too, is just having someone who's been in the industry, who has did it. And not only that they did it, they're not just telling you, they're letting you know, okay, this is what it's really going to take to really scale your business and take it to the next level. So that's what I really appreciate the most about you. And the fact, yeah, you are in the digital marketing, so you you already in the 21st century moving on and uh i will probably go into a little bit of that because I, I think we might drop some little bitty gems there you know because people uh, let's be honest some people they say well yeah tech is taking over they say that right but i love the fact that we had a genuine conversation on it's not that it's just taking over it's just that it is what it is you know so right now a person should be thinking about if you have a business, how can I really scale my business in the technical marketing and digital marketing? And yeah, so they need to reach out to you. You're the best person to do it. That's what I, that's how I feel. So, <laughs> you know, I mean, I'm just, I'm, you know, I'm just call a spade a spade. I feel like you're the best person to do it because at least you're going to tell them the truth. And not only that, you know, because another thing, they have to pay for services like that, right? People yeah. pay Pay people pay right for the for the best person to scale your business. So I feel like, well, if you're gonna pay somebody, you gotta pay Mr. Williams because at least he's not only gonna tell you how to scale your business, but he's also gonna show you too. But hey, if you don't wanna, you know, learn about it, then hey, you, you just pay him and then he'll take care of the rest. So yeah, I'm so I'm so excited about that and everything. So with that being said, let's jump into this. Um, how you, did you? first get started because I did tell them a little bit about fifth grade right but 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 take us back there take us um how you knew that that's what you wanted to do you wanted to you know be a business owner um I don't I don't know if I necessarily knew I wanted to be a business owner back then I knew I like money and I guess I didn't like to work I guess I like creative ways of making money like anytime you know i saw opportunity to make some money that didn't necessarily require work and it was something that i like doing you know i was it was like a why not type deal so um you know you referencing the fifth grade part that was me you know selling pokemon cards 
And I don't even think then that I knew there was value in the Pokemon cards. I just know I would buy them a lot. And we just so happened to move by a card shop. So I would just be walking. Like, we had just moved to Dallas. So I would just be walking around. And sometimes I would end up in that card shop. And in the glass case, they had Pokemon cards. And they were like, you know, $50, $60, And that's when I had the idea. Let me, you know, let me start selling my own Pokemon cards. So I would go to the mall, um, Town East Mall. I don't know if you're familiar. And buy the packs yeah. of cards. <laughs> yes. Yes, we have some listeners that might be familiar, but you know they're all over. But Townie Small Guys is located in Mesquite, Texas. So you, if you if you're familiar with the Dallas area, then you know where Townie Small is. So yeah, go on with that. I love it. I love it. Yeah, so, so I'll be in uh, Townie Small, and I remember like my mom would always give me money for Christmas. So I remember she gave me like two hundred dollars, and I was just you know in Townies buying up all the cars I could buy, and I would just go to that car shop and resell them. Right. <laughs> Well, right. So you were taking the funds that your mom gave you and you were actually flipping it into making a little bit more money to kind of have a bigger value than the two hundred dollars. Right. What a what a a really great investment. Right. And, And in fifth grade, your mom was already ready and focused on that. Right. Making more money than what you originally started with. Wow. She would always give me. $200 $200 for Christmas but prior to that I was really into um, <laughs> into No Limit so I would always buy these gold chains with a No Limit uh, pendant <laughs> that, was, I, that was my Christmas gift every year Wow. Wow. I love it. I love it. Yeah. You're really taking us down memory lane. I, I'm so excited about that. Yeah. I remember we know Limit Soul. Just, I thought I told <laughs> <Yeah>. right. <laughs> Gotta, yep. I gotta remember that. It takes me back to my high school days and stuff and all those little cl- uh, class dances in high school and things like that. So, yeah, I love it. I love it. So, from fifth grade, though, that, that, that was just the start, right? That was the start of you really getting started on this journey. But right after fifth fifth grade you started to enter into high school you know so you kept doing your thing the whole way through you know taking money that you're getting for gifts and you know turning it around and making money but what happened in ninth grade once you start seeing that you were getting money just from the pokemon cards what happened there tell them tell the listeners about it because i i I mean i just love the whole story behind you and how this all got started so throwback jerseys were popular then and I remember like I spent a lot of time online and I remember my barber he he was selling throwback jerseys but you know even back then people weren't really trying to give up their their plug that's what they call it <laughs> so wow. you know I would be on the internet just looking around message boards and forums and things like that and um you know came across there was so there were always vendors online that sold throwback jerseys and sidekicks, but you couldn't really tell if they were legit or not because you had to send the money first and you had to send it through uh, Western Union. So basically at that time we had to find people who accepted uh, cash on delivery. So COD. And I ended up finding uh, one guy in China who accepted COD and I didn't even know what that was. I didn't know that was a thing. I didn't know you could give the mailman money, but I did it. And it was $100 for two jerseys. And the mailman, he came one day, he came to the door, and I was supposed to give him a money order. I gave him a money order, and, you know, in the bag were two throwback jerseys. It was a um, 
Yeah, tell us the, the jerseys if you can remember. I know I'm taking you probably a little bit far back, but yeah, what what two jerseys were those for the listeners? Because I, I know, know they're probably going straight down to what they the you know what jerseys was popular back then. I want to say I know for a fact one was OJ Simpson. Okay. And I, I think one was Michael Jordan. Now the thing about those two jerseys is the company Mitchell and Ness, they didn't make those two jerseys. So they, they weren't they weren't real. Um, oh. But none of the throwback jerseys that were being sold at the barbershop were real. <laughs> but <laughs> but those two specifically they did not make. Mm, okay. But those were those were the ones that people wanted. Oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha. Because I was just, you know, I, I'm going back in my mind and I'm thinking about those those Jersey days, and I remember seeing Iverson and you know just all kind of like Bell, Roger Bell, and you know that's when everybody was wearing jerseys back then. So I remember seeing that, and I do remember even when I was in high school, I remember people were buying jerseys from all these different places and all of that. And so that was interesting, though. Um, I never thought that you had a physical person like when I people were talking about they were buying jerseys, they were a lot of times especially in my high school they were like you said going to the mall and getting them and spending money and things like that but I do remember they were also looking in that book there was a book where you can buy tennis shoes from I want to say it was uh eBay you do you remember the tennis shoe book it was called East Bay yeah East Bay yep that's it okay so I That's how you know. I'm you, I have to go all the way back. But I do remember there was a lot of guys that always looked in that book for tennis shoes um, when we were in high school. And they, and they did have jerseys in there and all that. So that's why I think that that was phenomenal because I remember that's how they pretty much was, um, you know, like you said, ordering their things through the mail and, and, and getting it. And then I do remember some of them having stories saying that how long it took to, you know, produce the merchandise and for them to get it so it seems like sometimes they will wait a while before you know they actually got their items in the mail so that's that that, that's crazy that yeah that you but you already kind of you know start thinking ahead like okay maybe i can you know try to do this and kind of you know give me some money from these jerseys so yeah i i I think that's that's great that your journey was fifth grade but then of course you kept you know doing every little things just to make money here and there and then of course you know high school is that where my question to you is that then at that time you said okay yeah I think I'm gonna do this like yeah I could get a job but I think I'm doing okay you know just by taking items and flipping them and turning them into a bigger profit you know from the start so is that in your mind then where you got that idea no because you know the common theme within my family was still the job like that was more I guess hustling Okay. Because I was around that a lot, you know, between the barbershop um, and like like my mom's, like for, like my sister's dad, you know, he hustled. So I was exposed to that. So, I mean, that's what I was kind of, you know, like mimicking. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Wow. Wow. Man, this, this is, this is really great. Enjoy this music on this small break. So um, let's go into now. Let, let's go into um, not so much the 21st century, but like I want to talk about 2017. 2017 is when you uh, founded I Grow Salons. So from 2017, what made you really just think about, okay, 
Um, I'm probably doing well in what I'm doing. Let me start thinking about other businesses. And I grow salon has a lot to do for me. I, when I think of a salon, I always think about women and hair. So let's go there. Let's go to 2017. So we already went to, you know, you're what you were doing as when you were younger, but I want to talk about 2017 now. Take me there. Take me to 2017 and and how you, when you first got started with this, what actually led you up to that? Uh, So in 2017, I was doing the meetups uh, in Dallas, you know, just teaching business owners how to market their business. And that was really just a ploy to try to get some clients um, either, you know, for some consulting work or for me to like maybe manage something for them with maybe maybe their social media or some ads or something like that. And um, that that didn't really work out. It really just ended up I did get experience. So I don't I don't look at it as a negative thing. I got experience speaking in front of people. Um, I got experience networking, things like that. But I didn't land any clients. So I think I probably did that for like eight months or so. And then I realized I'm like, you know, this isn't really getting me anywhere. And I was really starting to get frustrated and annoyed with the people that I was dealing with. That, But really looking back, it was more me because I was leading with like free. Mm. Like free consultation, free this, free that. So that's how they're looking at you. Like okay, I'm going to get this free, but I'm not really going to buy anything from you. Wow. uh, The last time I did a meetup, I think I spoke in in front of about 80 people or so. And I knew, you know, for two or three years that I needed to get online, like really get online, get on camera, you know, do some content. But I didn't want to get on camera. I wanted to be, you know, behind the scenes. So after I spoke in front of those, um, the last meetup I did, I spoke in a, I've spoken in front of about 80 people or so. And, um, you know, that was a big deal for me. And I'm like, you know, if you have the ability to speak live in front of 80 people, then you shouldn't have an issue with talking on camera. And the, right. the following day is when I started posting uh, content of myself on YouTube. Wow. Just like that. <laughs> yeah. Just like that. You just was like, okay, I, I got this down. I'm going to go ahead and just do this. It was no more. Well, let me think about it. Let me get it. To, let me write down some more notes. It was just like, okay, what you just said, if I can do this, then let me go ahead and get it by the camera and see what's really going to shake. So I love it. I love it. I love it. So we, um, we were talking about, um, the meetups. So would you call that a challenge? Um, as being an entrepreneur, cause I, I, I know the fact that you were saying you got frustrated and everything, but do you feel like that was your biggest challenge or uh, could you name, like, since you've been on this journey, what was one of the challenges that you've kind of faced, you know, in this digital marketing realm? Um, you know, especially like with, for instance, I grow salons, Let, let's, let's talk about your brand. Like, did you, did you find any challenges when you first started doing the Facebook ads and the Instagram ads? Was that a little bit challenging for you then? Well, no, because I didn't start off with ads. Um, initially I was just teaching like organic methods, mainly Instagram, like how to grow organically on Instagram, um, how to use DM to sell. Um, I would also teach, you know, like some Pinterest stuff here and there, but it was mainly organic stuff. Um, but here and there, I would test doing different master classes, and the master class that got the most attention was the one related to ads. 
So it was really kind of, you know, trying to pay attention to what the audience was really interested in, then going from there. But the biggest challenges faced was, you know, the not making money part. Because you don't don't know when it's going to happen. You're like, you're just posting content and you're doing this thing every day, but you also need money and you don't know when it's coming. So I guess that's the biggest challenge. Yeah, that's what I was getting when you were just speaking on that. That's what I was just about to say. So would you say that, um, because it seems like when you said you were seeing what was working, you were investing money to actually see what was going to work, right? So you were investing in yourself money to see, okay, let me take these masterclass. Let me see what someone else is doing. And then from there, you actually, like you said, organically was just trying it on your own. So I, I was just about to ask you that. So would you say that money was it? Because I know, in this entrepreneur space, especially um, part-time, and it's pretty good, you know, because, you know, I, I, I part-time myself and a part-time so I can full-time, you know, like you, the big man, you know, one day I'm reached that full-time level, but part-time, and I noticed that when you part-time entrepreneur, um, you can't focus a lot specifically on your brand but one of the reasons why it's always seems like it's the money you know because you have to have the money to pay all the other bills but you still work on your business maybe right when you get off of your full-time job you go and you probably work on you know your part-time which is the entrepreneur and I find that money yeah I've always found that money's always kind of been a thing to where that's probably not just myself but I'm sure that's probably why a lot of people are still kind of part-time and it's because they're still thinking of the that along the lines of what you just said you never know when the money's gonna come but hey if you continue to be consistent you know that the money it it will come it's just a matter of you just continuing to go on that you know the realm of being consistent at what you do so yeah I'm glad that you actually brought up the money issue there so um that's just We'll be back right after this. It's going to lead me into my next question. Do you have people to support you on this journey? Did you? Yeah, yeah, you so, back about it. I know yeah, we my, talked about the meetups and stuff, so I know we got that down. But what about outside of the meetups? Did you have anybody or any anything? anything that you can think of that really helped you um, along this journey? Yeah, so, I mean, I was in a pretty good position. I mean, (laughs) so my girlfriend worked. So she worked while I tried to figure this out. Hey, that's um, cool. You know, that that was a pretty good position. Now, there was still, you know, some stress on me as far as making money, but um, you know, she she made enough money to essentially cover the bills while I try to figure this out. And I love it. I love it. I love it. So it's like a partnership thing there. Someone who actually believes in you and believes in your dream. And then they're just like, okay, I believe in you. I'm going to do what I got to do. And you, I'm going to just make sure you get to what you got to do. So it's like a partnership thing there rocking. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, I love it. I love it a lot, a lot. So um, with that being said, though, let me ask you this, since, you know, it's a partnership thing. Is there any chance that because now, um, you know, you are touching other avenues and you are scaling your business now since we're in 2021? What about um, we know that that was a partnership and you guys worked that together. But what does she ever think about maybe leaving her job, you know, now? 
since it's all, you know, you know how I'm saying it's already taken off. You've already kind of helped other businesses grow. I already, got, I already gave them the backstory on that, that you've helped other business scale. So do you think that she ever thinks about that? Like, I think I'm probably going to quit my job and I'm going to do this with you. You know, we're just going to do this together. Well, I think she retired like in July or so. Yes, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yes, yes, yes. So now both of you guys can pretty much work on the business together. Yeah, I wasn't even like certain that I had something repeatable, but it was she was working at the airport and it was, you know, around the time when the pandemic hit. And I just didn't really feel comfortable with her, you know, being in that environment. So, you know, I think it's a good time right now. It wasn't like I had something different in mind. No, I know I had this number in my head as far as income and things like that. But I'm like, in my journey, it's never been like this exact thing that I had in mind. Like it's always it always looks different. But I'm like, I think this is a good time. So um, yes, yeah, quit like in July or so. Right in the right in the pandemic, right? That's almost like I've been hearing all these different great moments of people telling me and saying that um the pandemic, yeah, it is definitely um hard for a lot of people, but I've been hearing about a lot of blessings that have happened too from the pandemic and a lot of uh, appreciation for life, and then a lot of um just like what you said, realizing that okay you were looking for a particular specific number to say, oh, I need this amount of money to retire. But then when you really think about it, it's like, hold on now, let me sit down and think about this again. I'm making this amount and I'm doing this. So I think I can, you know, I can really do this. So that that's just, that's just phenomenal. Cause I'm telling you, I've heard a lot of stories like that. So I'm glad that's why I was telling them. I'm glad you were on the podcast because you were giving nothing but honest truth and being humble and so yeah that's that's even better that's like the icing on the cake for me to know that okay she's already done retired and so you guys are just gonna work this thing together and just really go ahead and continue to build your brand so i love it i love it so i Okay, guys, I'm so glad that you are still here. We have to take a really quick break. We are going to jump right back into it. I hope you guys are enjoying the information so far. So let's go ahead and go back into it. Salons, let's just give them a little bit about that. I already told them that you help the, you know, other businesses scale their business. But is it only just salons? Because I know that's in your name, but is it really only salons on the information that you teach? Because I'll tell you what I think, but you can just go ahead and tell them what you think. So so is it just salons that you've been helping? Uh, no, I've worked with uh, uh, digital product brands, um, you know, physical products outside of hair extensions. So like hair growth oils. Um, I've consulted with a lot of different people uh, within other spaces, maybe like real estate and things like that. What I teach applies to any business, whether you sell cars, houses, robotics, warehouses, whatever, it applies. I teach you how to get in front of people who could potentially need your products or services at the Love. at the very end of the day. Yes, you do. And that's what I really, really love. It really does because 
I'm actually using all the teaching methods. That's why I said I'm gonna tell you what I what I'm doing. I'm actually using all your teaching methods that you've already talked about on your YouTube channel space, your platform as far as your Instagram and your Facebook. You know, because you you talk about a lot of your material all through all of your um, digital platforms. But I'll be honest with you, that's exactly what I'm getting from your teaching. I feel like the way you teach, you teach to where it's just not gonna be for a salon. It's actually for products and services so I know with my lip gloss line that I'm working with right now um, I feel like everything that you've taught you've kind of taught it in the way of you can I, I, I normally do services right but hey if you take a product you can apply that same thing to the product and really go ahead and start making a ROI which is a return on investment so I love it I love it and I, I'm so grateful and happy that I got a chance to have you here on this podcast and the fact that now you told me that you already incorporated your girlfriend with family you already incorporated that into your journey so I'm just loving everything about this and I just want to um, drive just a little bit more into like um, your dreams and your goals right could you just give me a time that um, I know we talked about the pandemic, but is there another time that you've almost gave up on your dreams or your goals or um, or did that ever happen to you? Because on this journey, I know, especially when we have tapped into money, we start talking about money. Did that ever make you feel like you wanted to give up or any other time? No. So, um, I mean, I don't. I don't really know how to quit stuff. <laughs> I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing because, you know, it could have been, you know, maybe 10 years. Like, I was prepared to do this for a while before saying it didn't work. So, yeah, I don't know, like, depending on how I, how like, what position I put myself in to view my journey, it was slow, but then I could put myself in another position to say it was fast. So, it was never really, I don't have like a quitter's mentality. So it was never really an option to quit. Now, there was some times where I'm like, should I go get a job? Now, the job yeah. was still in the digital marketing space. But to me, a job was a cop out. I, mm. did, I did need money and I did need experience or could, you know, gain experience. So it was it was beneficial, but I still felt like deep down that I was copping out like you know kind of giving up because what if i went on this job and you know they paid me 100k per year or whatever like would i come back to this so you know, that was you know that was something that i dealt with but you know i kept it pushing and like you know i guess keep suffering it'll it'll come eventually wow Wow, that's so amazing that you mentioned that because uh <laughs> i'm i'm sure our listeners right now that's the mind frame that they're probably in, right? A lot of people are in that space. And and it's interesting you brought that up because um, I feel like that's one of my biggest challenges on what left me at part-time and for so long. It is because of what you just said. When you work a job, it's like you go and you know you got the money coming, right? So it's like, okay, I already know what I got to do here and I know what my checks are going to be, right? But then when you think about the entrepreneur side, it's a whole different ball game. 
And um, I wouldn't use the word, like you said, cop out, but you're right. I, it, it almost feels like that because it's like you over there holding on to something when you know in your mind and in your heart that you really need to be working your own business. You need to show up for your own self every day. You need to go punch the clock eight o'clock, nine o'clock, 12 o'clock or one o'clock or whatever clock in the morning is that you need to be up that you will do on a job. You can really go and apply that same energy to yourself and actually see the results of your own labor. So that's that's interesting that you you brought that up because I think that's exactly what uh, kind of keeps me a little bit like grounded back to like, oh, I think I got a part time this. But I will be honest with you, since this um, pandemic has happened, I've actually stepped up the bar and I've um, stepped out of my comfort zone and I am looking to continue this journey and work towards full time here in the next couple of months. And it is because of those words of what you just said. Um, what if I do make a hundred thousand dollars over there? Would I really be doing exactly what you know you want to do? And you're right. Let's be honest. Let's be honest. Most people do they? Do they? The people that you knew, once you got the money from the job that you wanted, what happened to your dreams? What happened to some of the goals that you wanted to do? Did you ever get a chance to do that or did life happen? Did you start having kids? You know, you got married. You know, life just happens sometimes. And did you ever really go back and fulfill the things that you really wanted to do? Or now do you have to wait since you got the wife and the kids and, you know, life is happening. So now you got to put all your dreams on hold, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I like that. Now, I will say that I think one of the best positions to be in is where you do have your entrepreneurial thing going on the side and you have a job because you have money. So you have time and money working for you. You know, in the position I was in, I just had a lot of time and there was times where I did need money. So in order for me to get money, I have to, you know, find these creative ways, you know, doing what doing to raise money. But with a job, you do have that consistent income. And even if it's $50 a week or a month that you can invest into your business, that'll help you grow, you know, that much faster. Wow. I love it. I love it. We'll be back right after this. Wow. And we're going to get, I'm going to, and we're going to get ready to close this, this podcast out here in a few seconds. But since you did mention that, I'm going to let them, I'm going to let you give a little bit more information about, um, cause I know you were talking about your master class and things like that. And, uh, we're, I'm going to make sure that they can find you on the information there, but I, I want to just end the podcast cause we're getting ready to close this out. And so what better time to talk about winning, right? Um, because I've already, announced to the whole world and everybody that's listened to this podcast that I do consider you a winner. Um, and I've told them exactly why. But let me ask you about yourself. Would you consider yourself a winner? Um. <laughs> because I, I, mean, I got I, mean, I to be honest. I mean, let, let's just let's just say it. I mean, you helped other business. I'm, I'm just going to put it out there. You helped other business scale up to $700,000, right? And then even yourself, you, you've helped yourself even scale your business. So for some people, they will say, shoes, yeah, I'm winning. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm all the way winning. But like, have you really got there? Do you feel like you've gotten to the point to where, you know, in this short amount of time and the amount of money I made, yeah, I'm, I know I'm winning. Is, is that your philosophy? Is that what you feel? 
not really. So I have like a weird relationship with like the winning stuff and patting yourself on the back and things of that nature. So even like the money that I help generate for my clients, like I don't really consider that a big deal. And I should, I guess. And even where I'm at, I don't really consider it a big deal. It's like, whatever. I, I guess I feel that I, I guess I deserve it in a way or I was owed this because of the work that I did put in. But in the grand scheme, I don't feel that I'm out of the fire. Like, I still feel like there's a long way to go. And, you know, I always hear like, you know, you should stop and congratulate yourself. But in my experience, when I do that, that's when stuff starts to go down. Mm. I remember at one point I was like, you know, if I ever touch 300 pounds, then I'm going to starve myself. (laughs) It was was a joke, but I ended up, you know, going to 315. And when I hit 315, I'm like, man, you know, something has to change. So I started hitting the gym every day. Mm. I think I got down to like 265. So it was noticeable that I lost weight. As soon as people started telling me that, that's when I slacked off. Because, like, you know, you had all the pats on the back and congratulations, you've done it. And I'm like, okay, I'm good. But I was nowhere near where I wanted to actually truly be. And I've experienced this in business before, like, you know, making, you know, good money. But in a grand scheme of things, you weren't I wasn't like truly protected. I was still having to work and exchange time for money, didn't have like a good savings, anything like that. So I got comfortable. And that's what I, I guess I'm afraid, not necessarily afraid of, but that's where the position that I don't want to be in, where I'm feeling comfortable and, you know, like, okay, this is good. Like, to me, I feel, I still feel this is nothing. And the people that I look to, you know, for advice or, you know, watch their journey, like they're, they're a whole lot, you know, you know, further down the road. So I have people that I look to that I'm trying to keep up with and that, you know, that's what drives me. So I don't feel like right now that this is the time to be like celebrating maybe like for a second. Hey, you know, we're not where we were last year, but, you know, keep going. Wow. Wow. Excellent point to close everything off at. I say no more, say no more. I I don't even have anything to say uh, because I, I think right there, you nipped everything in the bud and the ending point of, like you said, now is not the time to celebrate. It's almost like, come on, we got more work to do, right? <laughs> who else Who else do I need to help? What else can we do? What else I need to do for my business? Like, yeah, it's time to still stay on go mode. So I, I love it. I love everything about it. Wow, what an amazing podcast. Just some magic, magic happening. Um, I'm so grateful for you. Um, your voice, your your teaching strategies, just being genuine as a whole and just really inspiring myself. And then I'm sure all the other listeners to know that there is light at the end of the tunnel and all they need to do is just continue to stay consistent and stay on that journey. Um, I love the fact that you made sure that you put that in the rim too about it's okay if you're part-timing, 
your business as long as you continue to keep pushing your business. So that was some great gems there. Um, and then let's just go ahead because I want them to um, find out about like your your platforms, like how they can get in contact with you. So I want you to give out your platform information. And then um, I like to talk about your masterclass, you know, because I know me and you, we talked about that a little bit yesterday. Um, so I, I want to just, you know, them to know about the masterclass too, because I, I it's very, very great information on how you're organically helping a person grow their business. So let's start with your, your um, platform information on how they can contact you. Okay, my uh, my handle is I go salons across all platforms: Pinterest, TikTok, Twitter, uh, YouTube, Facebook. My main hub is Instagram. So if you want to reach me the fastest, just DM me on Instagram. Um, but as far as content, I push a lot of valuable content, or the most valuable content on um, Instagram. I do a lot of live content. I'm on Clubhouse as well. My Clubhouse is I go salons. And as far as tutorials, you know, me sharing my screen and showing you step by step, you can get all of that content over on my YouTube channel. Okay, great. So what about the master class? You want to tell them a little bit about that? And then I know me and you, we talked about you're thinking about doing a membership program. You're just thinking about it. But tell them about the master class. So the master class is um, just like a beginner friendly training on how to set up ads. Now, I'm not actively um, selling that, but there are links, you know, sporadically in places on online if you can find them. <laughs> um, I mean, if you want to DM me for the masterclass link, you can. I was actually giving that away for free. So, um, yeah, if you want to DM me for that link, I can just give that away to you. All right, cool, cool. That's that's see, amazing. You do listening today. You actually got a real big gym. So, okay, great, great. So, what about um the the Facebook group and the membership? Me and you, we were talking about. I know you said it's still up in the air, but uh, is that something that the listeners need to stay tuned for because it'll it'll be so um great you know and and excellent to not only just have a person who is showing you the information you know on your platforms because i know you're real big on youtubes and you know your instagram platform but what about um the memberships and things like that because i thought that was amazing how you know you have it's almost like a, a personal you know what i'm saying a personal relationship to where you can really talk to a person y'all can sit down you know what i'm saying like a, a big membership get together i know right now nobody can do that during the pandemic but i love the fact that you were saying yeah you're thinking about doing a membership you know just so people can stay in tune with their businesses and continue to grow yeah i'm considering a membership for my um my course that i just released and the course is like a group coaching course on basically how to run ads and things of that nature um yeah. what i'm really trying to figure out because i did a membership before and it was just too unorganized for me between I'm so I'm thinking I, and I have found I did a coaching last week for my webinar and she uh, she gave me this platform that's outside of Facebook groups where, you know, let's say someone doesn't pay. I have the ability to get them out of the group. And with Facebook, you have to manually do that. So, you know, if I scale this thing to, let's say, 2000 members it's going to be a logistical nightmare for me. And that's what I didn't want. So that's why I was trying to stay away from uh, memberships. But once I can figure out a way to, you know, do it right, 
and be organized, uh, I definitely wouldn't mind, you know, doing some type of membership program. All right. Great. Great. Looking forward to it. So I'm just, I just want them to know, just be on the lookout just in case you do decide you wanted to drop that. Cause I know once they start looking at you on, you know, the platforms and seeing how well you teach and, you know, how you literally are genuinely helping them grow their business. And, and you, like you said, some people, they may not want to learn, right? So they can contact you and, and you actually, you know, do the business for them. You know, of course that, that calls for a consultation and things like that, but I, I just needed them to just know that, you know, there is light and there is someone who's really here to help you genuinely. And so I love that. So, yeah, um, with that being said, I really don't have anything else to um, say. I'm just so happy and grateful and thankful for you. And uh, guys, we really appreciate you listening today. And if you have any questions, don't forget to definitely contact Mr. Williams. If you have any questions, um, the Beauty Inspired by Net podcast, or you want to know how you can be featured on this podcast, please go ahead and reach out to me. My Instagram handle is one beauty inspired by Annette. That is the main platform that you should contact me on. Or if you want my email address, cause I stay in contact with that too. That is one beauty inspired by Annette at gmail.com. So we are going to go ahead and end it here. Thank you so much, Mr. Williams for your time. And I will talk to all you guys later on the next podcast.